Hi, Explorers. Thanks for listening to Kids Who Explore Parent Edition. Come along with us as we cover all corners of raising kids in the outdoors. Hi, I'm Adriana Scori. I'm a hiking mom in the Canadian Rockies, Mama to Turner, and CEO of Kids Who Explore. I'm Lauren Rodick Eberly. I'm mom to Collins. We love being outside and exploring between our two homes in Seattle, Washington, and Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Today's podcast is sponsored by Kids Who Explore's Patch for a Purpose. Every time we see our patch out in the world, we feel the love and support behind it. Our patches can be sewn onto backpacks, jackets, bags, or even baby carriers, to name a few. Or they can be carried in your packs as special adventure items for all your little explorers. Our patch comes in eight different colors, and a dollar from each patch goes to a, you guessed it, purpose. Your support can make a difference for all of the following charity groups, depending on which color patch you want to represent. Alberta Parks, Children's Disability, BIPOC and Anti-Racism, Sick Children, The Earth, Children's Wellbeing, Anti-Bullying, and Children's Mental Health. Check out the hashtag Patch for a Purpose to see our patch and the community behind it. That's hashtag Patch, the number four, a purpose. To get your patch today, visit www.kidswhoexplore.ca. We thank you in advance for the difference you are making. Erica is a mama to two little explorers plus two doggos. She is a wife and lover of the outdoors. Her family loves hiking, cross-country skiing, enjoying picnics in nature, camping, and basically anything that gets them outside. They are working on their 1,000-hour outside challenge this year, and her five-year-old is particularly passionate about tracking their outdoor time. Erica says her heart belongs in the David Thompson Corridor here in Nordeg, Alberta, but they live a regretful two and a half hours away and they're doing their best to explore and find new favorite locations close to home and making the best of their mountain time when they do make it out. They are a KWE Explorer family and have loved connecting with other families and inspiring families to explore while being inspired themselves. Erica, thanks for chatting with us today. Hello. Happy to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you. I know you go on a lot of adventures with your parents now. It's always so lovely to see three generations adventuring together, and we love to do that too. Did you grow up adventuring? Yeah, we did a lot of camping growing up. So my, we always went out camping. We had dirt bikes. We were super into going out west. My mom was probably the most outdoorsy of us beyond the camping. I have always kind of had... Like I had some problems with my knees and stuff growing up. So I let that like be my excuse to be like, I'm going to go golfing with dad when my mom would go hiking with my aunties or stuff. So it took a while before like I was more outdoorsy than just camping. But yeah, we grew up out there quite a bit. We went out a lot. Excellent. So do you usually try to plan your adventures for the weekend? Um, Do you plan ahead or are you more spontaneous? And just basically talk to us about what your adventures look like. So it's a little hit or miss these days. I'm back at work. When I was on mat leave with my first, it was adventures all the time. Anytime I would pick up and go. Mind you, gas was also so much cheaper then. So it was really easy. I would just load him up. We'd go. It was my goal to get out as much as I could when I could with him. And then when I went back to work in between kids, it was kind of a little bit more hit or miss. I was working fairly part time, but the still 
we're, you know, two and a half hours away, so it's hard to get to the mountains, um, but we did as much as we could. And then when I got pregnant with my daughter, I had a pretty rough pregnancy. So we did not move very far from home at all, which was a big struggle because I went from having that year off, being out all the time, doing the things and felt like there was a pressure to of, you know, I'm about to have two kids. I want this time with my one baby. I want to be out as much as I can, but I feel like garbage. Um, I don't know if either of you relate to that during these pregnancies, but in the first trimester, I was not. I was yeah. Just, yeah. I was very, very sick. It's, yeah. It's rough. I um, had a pretty tough time the whole pregnancy with Clover, but then after she was born we kind of I took her camping with my parents a lot of these adventures are with my parents there I can't say enough about how amazing it is to have um, them helping me out with the kids because they are prepared and helpful and so great but so after Clover was born when she was three weeks old we took her on her first camping trip um wow. <laughs> yeah three I looked, weeks uh, I looked Crazy. at pictures the other day and I was like oh my gosh I wasn't even like alive then like how did she do that like, that's well, impressive yeah so it was close to home it wasn't far but when she was a week old we drove out to Fish Lake out by Nordegg where my parents were camping and that was in hindsight too much don't recommend stay home stay in bed um <laughs> but it was nice to get outside though it was what I really needed you um, had the itch after that pregnancy <laughs> right <laughs> So yeah. Um, and then with two kids, my adventures changed quite a bit because it was a little bit more difficult to get everyone together and out and hard to call. Felix was just turned two before she was born. So it was a little harder to, you know, haul him and have her in the whole nine yards. And my husband was still working away at that time. So we did a lot more close to home or just kind of did a lot less. And when COVID hit, it was harder too because everything was closed so but as they've gotten older and a little bit more independent our adventures have started to branch out again which has been really nice yeah and that's why it's also extra nice to have those extra adult hands like your parents oh yes <laughs> and you seem to enjoy all seasons which we always love to see because it looks like you guys cross-country ski in the winter and then you like swimming and hiking does everyone in your house have a favorite activity or season so what do I I like yeah I like every season I'm perfectly fine with the cold in the winter as long as it's not windy so we'll get out and do anything Clover I don't feel like has nailed down a favorite yet she just likes to be kind of bopping around with us so Felix has really enjoyed cross-country skiing he's gotten a lot more confident this year which has been really fun to watch and they both absolutely love the beach and hiking the mountains, Felix, every time, you know, if I need to get them motivated or we need to do whatever, I'm like, are we going on an adventure? Like, you want to go on an adventure? And he's like, oh, yeah. And then runs around, gets all his stuff ready. And so he's a he's a little hiker guy. He got a little hiking backpack and a few other things for his birthday this year that he's very excited about. So I would say probably just general mountain adventures and picnics because snacks are life you got and it. <laughs> just letting in cross-country skiing. And my husband is quite introverted. He he likes to stay home. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're, you mostly take the kids then with your, with your mom then. 
I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome to have that adventure buddy built in. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you also create beautiful adventures supporting KWE and the events. So like planet cleanup and that kind of thing. You also have some events that I see are in the calendar there for that red deer area, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, You've, you've planned a lot of events this summer, which is really amazing. So have you found uh, creative ideas from being a part of kids who explore community? I have part of what, I mean, kind of prompted me to want to speak today too. We were talking about comparison. I've been following a lot of different families and getting a lot of inspiration and have found, you know, a lot of families who are kind of in the same boat as we are. So who, you know, are adventuring a little more closely to home and who aren't always getting out to, you know, the mountains and what some of us would, you know, feel like is your more Instagram worthy locations. (laughs) So it's been really cool. I've gotten a lot of inspiration from other families who are doing, finding more creative ways to adventure close to home. So that's, we're trying to discover, you know, new parks that we haven't been to, new natural areas, stuff that is a quick, you know, within a half an hour to an hour drive from home. So yeah, that's so key. We talk all the time about adventures can be anything. It can be in your backyard. You said you're setting up your pool right now. So that's an adventure. It can be the local park, anything like that. So really just getting outside, like those small adventures are really big for our kids. Thank you for also mentioning the comparison thing. So you had mentioned that comparison can be the thief of joy when it comes to adventuring with kids. So can you expand on that a little bit more? Uh, Yeah. So I kind of briefly touched on how adventures changed between my first and second kid. I found, you know, when I was going out after having my son, my first little guy, like the mat leave was great. It was the mountain trips. It was doing all the fun things that, I don't know, just the Instagram posts and the mountain and the further adventures and a little bit wider range than I have found I've been able to do with both kids. And then when I was pregnant with my daughter, I felt, you know, kind of stuck at home and you look at Instagram, you're like, oh, look at those people out. Like, oh, they're doing it. Like that mom's out exploring and she's pregnant. Why am I laying on my couch? And like, it's really easy to be like, notice the adventures of other families and how, you know, you're like, I want to be there. (laughs) Why am I here? I want to be there. And when all your kid wants is to go to the park or all your kid wants is to go for a walk. And so I know myself have been guilty many times, even with having my two kids as my kids are, I mean, they're getting more independent, which has made it easier, but I've been guilty of, you know, looking at families with one baby and being like, oh, like I miss being able to have adventures feel so easy and then scroll down and see a wicked, amazing family with like four kids. And this mom is doing this crazy adventure with four kids. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is she? What's it? What is her secret? So just kind of reminding myself that exactly that like you don't have to compare you don't have to be other families you can you know take inspiration and tips and because I had a friend the other day that just said to me like oh my gosh like you're in the mountains all the time like you're killing it like I love looking at your feed and I was like what like we I feel like we've barely been out I always need that reminder myself and just 
I guess, to say to other people that, I don't know, just comparison kind of crushes that. So just don't forget. I don't know. Everyone's in their own thing. So I kind of lost my train of thought here. No, that, that's such good advice because I think no matter what, kind of what you're saying is no matter what level you're at, you're probably always comparing. So that, yeah, that mom of four kids that's out on a wild adventure is probably looking at someone else and saying, how are they doing that? How did they, whatever, do that with seven kids? <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or how did they sell their home and do a camper van or any of those things? So everyone's looking at different scales, but not everyone needs to do the same scale. And then also yeah. I guess, always the reminder that you're only seeing a snippet of everyone's adventure, right? So even that wild adventure, it could be maybe they only made it a kilometer in and that's okay, but maybe that's what you're seeing is just that one kilometer, right? That's a, was kind of the conversation I had when my friend was like, oh, you're in the mountains all the time. And I was like, well, you know, we've gone once or twice, but I took a lot of photos and I've posted multiple times about the same day. So it's not that we've been there 10 times. And yeah, I was like, I mean, it's everyone kind of has, you know, their highlight reel and comparing makes you, I guess, just don't let comparing discourage you from doing your own thing. And oftentimes my kids, you know, they love the mountains. They love the adventure. They don't love the drive. Uh, so that's a hard thing. But they love getting out and they love the mountains. and They love doing the big things. But just as much, you know, we can go on a walk through, you know, our local trails or we can go to the park or the spray park or whatever and come home and my kids will be like, this was the greatest day ever. And it really just boils down to we were outside, we were together, we had fun, we, you know, maybe we went chasing frogs like 10 feet from our house and it's just as exciting and just as valuable as going to the mountains but yeah it's easy to get caught up in in looking at at Instagram and looking at Facebook and looking at other adventures and being like oh somebody else is handling it better or getting further or doing whatever but your kids just want to go outside yeah I think that's really important that you say that because one of our biggest things with kids who explore is really just encouraging families to go beyond their front door in whatever capacity that looks like. And a lot of people, you know, there's the variability in sharing on the internet. Some people share very vulnerable stuff and a lot just don't share that side, like, you know, health stuff or the things that you don't see. And yeah, we just find here a part of our community, just really focusing on, on just, it's not necessarily about how you get outside. It's just that you've gone outside. So I think that's really important, but as Lauren kind of indicated too, with the highlight reel, I find I am definitely guilty of, of this on, on sometimes on my social media, I'm like, okay, so my son was actually like really upset majority of the hike, but then I'm, I'm sharing the part where he's smiling at like maybe the most like scenic part of the hike. And I'm like, yeah, that, that doesn't really capture actually what, <laughs> what went on and, and getting more of those reality moments out on the internet is also important as well. I don't generally like to put him, you know, crying and in tears or any of that because I don't really find it fair to put that out there. But I do really appreciate the fact that our community doesn't really mind sharing those moments of like, <laughs> the child had a blowout or, you know, things got really messy or we just weren't having a good day. And you know what? We just called it quits and we ended up just bagging up and going. The reality in that is, is also really important. So I definitely appreciate you bringing up 
this comparison, because I do feel like a lot of people can connect to what you're saying for sure. And you are like scrolling and then you can just be really hard on yourself. So it's a great reminder what you're bringing up today. Do you find there are more moments that you compare yourself like more so like you were mentioning, you know, on, on Facebook and Instagram and that, but is it like, is it more of like a virtual comparison or like if you can elaborate on that a little bit? It definitely sometimes is how it's, how it's feeling. I've had certain times where, yeah, it's difficult to get out or it just feels like getting all few times that have kind of hit me lately is like getting all the stuff for two kids and all the things and wrangling them and taking like a hundred years to get shoes on and getting out to the site and then they get like five feet or, you know, it's just when everything's kind of chaos and then I'll be scrolling and I'll see the bad, the wonderful (laughs) adventure mom of like five kids who it just, and highlight reel again, and I'm guilty of this myself. You're like, oh, like she got them all at the door. They got to the thing. Like, look how far they went. She's talking about, you know, how her little one is like really taken to heart. Like I'm strong. I can do this. And I was like, and then my like five-year-old is like, I don't have legs. (laughs) I'm like, ah. So I find in moments when I'm like struggling with my kids just being kids and you just, it's sometimes that post just hits you and you're like, oh, like, how are you doing it? Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes too, I find I wonder if you have any advice for people or if there's anything you do to try and avoid or fix those feelings of comparison when they come up. Cause I know one thing that I try and do, like even on those adventures where you had these five really hard moments, then I try and remind myself of the seven really awesome moments or something like that. I know easier said than done, but because with kids and especially young kids, it really is all those feelings. It's like we've had 20 different emotions today. <laughs> So is there anything you do to help with that comparison? I just try to remind myself that this mom is probably doing what I do. Like she wants to share and wants to remember and wants to put out, you know, her favorite part of her day or her favorite part of her adventure or maybe her kid's favorite part. So she's posting those happy moments, those whatever. And I also like, like I remind myself that we had those parts in our day. We had fun. We climbed hills we looked at ants we did whatever I might not have the photo of it but it's like reminding myself I guess just that you know what it is a highlight reel and I have no idea what went on behind the scenes or kind of like you were saying Adriana like I I like to be real also in sharing mine because I don't want to give people necessarily the impression that our adventures are always perfect but I also am not posting my kids meltdowns and I'm not I'm not posting stuff that I wouldn't want my kid necessarily to be like why are you showing the world I'm crying so it's like I just remind myself that I'm like well I'm posting my highlight reel and somebody else is posting my highlight reel and that's totally okay because it makes me feel good to share my good moments and it's fine for other families to feel good sharing their good moments and instead of letting their good moments feel like mine are less I want to use their good moments to remind myself that I have and can get more good moments with my kids too, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it does. I have a, I have a question for you and I know, cause you've done in-person kids who explore events and I mean, you've been out with other moms or you've done even solo adventures, right. With your kids and you're seeing other adventure families out on the trail. So like in person, how do you, do you feel this sense of comparison when you're 
outdoors and on the trail or at the playground or anything? Or is it more of just like an internet type comparison? I would say I've probably felt it in person. Okay. Um, yeah, I've noticed it in person. If other kids, you know, similar ages to mine are like running ahead or doing whatever, or just like are not complaining. <laughs> or not wanting to be carried or not whatever. And then if my kids, a big theme with my children lately is that they will say they don't have legs. They're just, they will not want to walk. They will not want to go anywhere. They do not have legs is the phrase that comes up. So sometimes I do catch my self like almost feeling like a little extra frustrated by my kids when you're with families whose kids are running about and doing whatever. And then they're like, I can't walk. I can't do it. And you're like, look at this kid. They're running. You can do it. Like, go. But I've also been the mom whose kids have been running ahead. And then my friend's kid does not have legs. And (laughs) I, for a second, judge them or their children. I'm just like, I, you know, look around. I'm like, that's tough. And you're doing so good because my kid is usually that kid. And like, don't worry. Like, we're here for you. We got you. Like, I I was just going to say on those type of adventures, especially when you're with families that you haven't been with before, it's one of those things where you don't know what their day looked like before. And then also they don't know yours. So you want to be like, this is not how our adventures always go. I promise (laughs) One way or the other. I know I was with a friend today and we went on a walk and I said the exact same thing. I said, I promise this is not how our walks always go. It was like one step, pause, see a rock. One step, pause, look at the trees. One step, two steps back. (laughs) Oh, yes. So you just never know, right? I I really appreciate your vulnerability and that and, and, you know, the relatability and what you're saying is definitely there. I mean, families feel like we hear this quite a bit from families about that comparison piece. So it's like, just just having some advice on that and, and being able to kind of combat that. I think just reminding myself that like our family's adventure is our own and it doesn't have to be the same as somebody else's. So if we're, I mean, if we're out with a group and everyone else is carrying on and way ahead and my kids are just not having it just giving myself the grace and allowing myself to not put the pressure on myself or my kids that they don't have to keep going like we can go to the park and we can meet everyone later it's not going to ruin anyone else's hike if we don't go with them it's not going to I mean it's certainly not going to hurt my kids if they're not into it to just go to the park and meet up after. And it's probably going to be less stressful for everyone if I don't try forcing them to, if they're not feeling it. So I think just from like giving yourself the grace to have your own adventure and to not try and make it what you might see on Instagram or what you might think you need to do, or just give yourself the grace to just reroute your adventure if you have to make it what it needs to be for your kids to have a good time and for you to have a good time. Yeah. And another thing you said too, it's like not pressuring yourself. Like I understand that, you know, the pressures of like, especially when you do have a far drive to get to the mountains and you're there for hike and it's, you know, that's like your one opportunity as a mom to kind of get out and that's your time as well. And the frustration of just like when, you know, the children are kind of, they're just not aligned with your journey that day. It is, it it is a lot of pressure that you put on yourself. So I think that's another important thing that you mentioned as well is that pressure. It's like hitting the release button on the pressure and 
just being connecting to the mountain air might just be the journey that day. Mm-hmm. So true. So where can people find you to follow along, not to compare themselves, but to be inspired? <laughs> All right. So I am on Instagram and I am throw me to the bears. Uh, there's a throw period, me, period, two, period, the, period, bears. Uh, So it's kind of long, but throw me to the bears on Instagram and not really super active on Facebook, but I am on quite a few of the kids who explore regional pages on on Facebook. (laughs) So yeah, quite a list there. Uh, Trying to create some more events, trying to connect with more mamas around red deer if any red deer mamas are listening and when we can branch out to those calgary and edmonton events so mostly on instagram is where i definitely would be the most active wonderful i'll link that up so that everyone can find you and then we'll end today with our final questions yes so in the last few months what was your best purchase under a hundred dollars this is possibly a technicality with a hundred dollars but I, it was on sale. <laughs> I think it's usually 130, but I just bought like a propane fire bowl from Costco. And I'm so excited because I've had my eye on them for a couple of years and my parents have one and we've used it a few times to like take to the park in the winter. We've gone like to the park or out for like a little ski or an adventure or whatever and it's so easy to just pop out of the back of the van and have running and warm up so I can stay warm by the fire while my kids are running wild at the park in their little snowsuits and they can come warm up take their mitts off and have a snack while still like being able to have somewhere warm and then go back so I'm really excited for it not just for camping, but for winter adventures too, to have my little propane fire bowl. So that's probably my most exciting purchase of late. <laughs> that's super exciting. You're going to be like that genius mom in the parking lot. Everyone's going to be looking over in the winter, be like, Hey, we're going to go gather at your fire. <laughs> Everyone's going to want to be my friend. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can you share a book, show, or podcast recommendation right now? Ooh, my kids have just gotten really into two different podcasts that we listen to on the way to and from day home. They're very aimed at kids. They're like kind of silly. Uh, One is Cool Facts About Animals. So it's a mom and her, I think, three kiddos. I say I think because they also have little like animal alter egos that pop in and out of the show and like their stuffies have you know they're allowed on the show and so I think it's three kids and they just cover a different animal every week and they take turns as kids researching them and sharing facts about them and it's quite fun and then we just started listening to another that Felix is really into called the curious kid podcast it's a father-daughter team that just take requests and get curious about anything from thunderstorms to bubblegum. Like, and so that's, that's what the kids have been really into. And 
If there was no time or money limit, where would you travel or explore next? Ooh, I loved thinking about this one because there's lots of places that I would love to go that I've never been, but I would love to return in like in 2010, I did an overlands tour to a few countries in Africa and I would take my kids back in a heartbeat if I could, uh, probably especially like Zimbabwe and Mozambique. That was, that's where I would go. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you very much for everything today and being on our show. Yay, thank you. <laughs> Thanks for adventuring with us. Please subscribe and share your love by reviewing our podcast with five stars and follow us over at Kids Who Explore on Instagram and all other social media platforms. This podcast is produced by KP Media Productions.